This is Pedro Aspeg, our associate producer in Rio de Janeiro. He is looking for an address in Encantado, a lower middle class neighborhood located in the city's northern area. After he finds the address, he knocks on the door and asks for Dilson de Sousa, also known as Biluca. The lady who opens the door tells him that she is not familiar with that name. She bought this parcel from the granddaughter of the former owner, and she never had further contact with them. What's striking about Biluca is the purity of his sound. The sound is reedy, piercing, crisp, clear, and detailed. The way he slides into the note is the mark of a good ear adapting on the fly, flexibly. He is always front and center, playing dynamically with character and speed. Within the confines of that leaf, his expressions were boundless. Ese es el espíritu de Biluca, cachazo. Solo jugando sus cosas y aguanta. In a song called Anaku de Miguambra, he switches instruments in each phrase, playing the orange leaf in one, then the saw in the next, and then tapping the melody on his cheeks on the third. His showmanship is memorable. You can't miss his playful spirit. His band is named the Caníbales, or Cannibals, and was made up of itinerant members of Caife's ensemble. Ever since I heard Biluca's music, finding out more about him and his whereabouts has become a mission that at times seemed impossible. With a conviction that memory is the antidote against oblivion, I tried to knit together the story of this man who gave Caife an international sound. My name is Daniel Alfredo Rota, a.k.a. Kixosis, and I'm a musical archaeologist, musician, and DJ from Quito, Ecuador. This is Caife, The Lost Sound, a Spotify original podcast where I uncover the story of Caife, a record label founded by my grandfather in the 1960s in Ecuador, a story buried under decades of forgotten memories. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss.
Si tú me quisieras, yo te haría unido con alas We are in the Ecuadorian National Archives looking for photos of Biluca. I found out that Biluca would scrape lime powder off the walls and sold it as cocaine in a bar called El Bagatel. So I assumed that he probably spent some time in the Garcia Moreno prison here in Quito. We are combing through prison records to see if we can find anything. We are asked to fill out an official request and pass through security and are taken upstairs to a room full of desks with two people who distinctly look like scholars combing through giant old books. I quietly hand in my official request and minutes later, a woman brings out several boxes filled with compendiums of all the prisoners who passed through the Garcia Moreno high security prison from 1975 to 1990. From the outset, I sense that tracking Biluca is not going to be an easy task. This man, as mysterious as he is talented, has become almost an obsession for me. The clues we have are quite vague, and this trip to the National Archive was totally unsuccessful. However, years ago, I managed to uncover a little more about Biluca's identity. I didn't know Biluca's real name, and one day I had a hunch that perhaps amongst all the label's paperwork, there could be a single Brazilian name somewhere. I started looking, and after a couple of hours, I found the name Dilson de Sousa in an old contract. I looked him up online, along with the word Biluca, and found an article posted in October 2019 on a Brazilian website, four years after I started searching. A Brazilian ethnomusicologist had republished an article along with Biluca's early recordings on RCA Victor in Brazil. Finally, something. Beyond that article, there are very few people who have ever heard of Biluca. Alberto Tates is a young musician, a collector of experimental and traditional sounds, who knows a little about the orange leaf, the instrument that Biluca used to play. I met Alberto after he released an album called Midi Mocha, and since then I have kept in touch with him. He currently lives in England. Hola Alberto. Bueno, verás, te había te, te había contactado a ti. So, I contacted you because I know that you use the orange leaf in the music that you produce, and I would like you to explain your perception of the music of the Chota Valley, the Banda Mocha, and all these cultures that use the orange leaf. Alberto says the orange leaf is one of the main identifiers of bomba, an Afro-Ecuadorian music genre. The leaf is played as an instrument all over the world. In Japan, they play the ficus, in Ireland, they played orange leaf as well. It's very old. This is a very Latin American thing. Necessity is the mother of invention. The Banda Mocha is one of the oldest known bands in Ecuador. It is a marching band with bass drums, snares and cymbals except the brass and woodwinds are replaced by orange leaf players and an assortment of curvy elongated instruments made out of gourds, which when played, sound like rustic trumpets and trombones. Hence the band's name, Mocha, which means blunt or lacking sharpness. With over a hundred years of known history, the Banda Mocha has become a musical institution. The orange leaf is quite prominent in bomba, the genre. There are very few bomba records, very few vinyls, but in all of them, the leaf appears. It is essential. Na 
Nadia is asking how we can link Biluca to this whole orange leaf universe. I feel that Carlos's intention with signing Biluca was to give an elite varnish to the banda mocha, that is, to integrate an element that was Ecuadorian, but that added a more polished sound, a foreign shine, because Ecuadorians often don't pay attention to something unless it comes from the outside. Nadia asks me if Biluca moved around Ecuador, maybe to the region where Bomba comes from. So we decided to travel to San Miguel de Chalhuayacu, the birthplace of Bomba, to see if anyone remembers Alberto suggests the Three Marias, an incredible vocal ensemble. They are three women that make a mini banda mocha, but they do it in three voices, imitating the sounds of the brass band. They are amazing. San Miguel de Chalhuayacu is a small town whose population, for the most part, is of African descent. When we arrive, we ask for the Three Marias, and a few locals take us to the house we are looking for. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Why is it that with sparkling water, I'm always playing guessing games with what flavor I'm drinking? Is it citrus? Is it aluminum can flavored? Mm, not sure. Sparkling ice, though, they really mean flavor. Like in-your-face flavor. Orange mango, black raspberry. Don't even get me started on the strawberry lemonade. Kiwi Strawberry slid right into my taste buds DMs last night and let them know who's boss. No subtleties there and no sugar either. But it does have vitamins and antioxidants. Find sparkling ice at a major grocery store or club retailer near you. Sparkling ice. Anything but subtle. Buenas tardes. Buenas tardes. Estamos buscando a, a, a la señora Matico. La misma que avisa el carro. Buenas tardes. ¿Cómo le va? ¿Podemos pasar? Muchas gracias. Maria comes from a long line of traditional singers. They pass the tradition down from one generation to the next. While we're talking to the three Marias, Tomás, a master leaf player, approaches. He gives us an impromptu lesson. It's very difficult to get a tune out of this. Nadia was clearly clueless, and so was I. I imagine Biluca lost in a foreign country. The way he disappeared suddenly, leaving no clues. He is a brilliant leaf player, and so is Tomás. 
So I thought to myself, maybe Biluca went to the Chota Valley. Maybe he fell in love and decided to stay. But what we got instead was a beautiful music lesson, which brings us closer to him, but only symbolically. The Three Marias never met Biluca, but their stories are connected in that they are both bastions of memory at the edge of oblivion. Before returning to Quito, we stop by the house of Santiago Méndez, a musician from the Chota Valley who understands the importance of preserving the leaf tradition. Santiago mentions that what makes this music so special is the resourcefulness of its people and how they forged their instruments from this very valley and created a sound that is impossible to replicate anywhere else. We played some of Biluca's music for Santiago. It seems Santiago is a dead end as well. The trip to San Miguel de Salhuayacu did not uncover any clues about Biluca. It was, however, an expedition to the heart of the orange leaf. We returned to the city to continue our search by visiting a small plaza where Biluca was known to play for petty change. We are in front of Elegido Park. This is where Biluca used to play when he was a street musician. He would stand here, and with a matchbox as percussion, he would start playing his songs on an orange leaf. As I understand it, he had a little thing with water on the side, where he soaked his leaves to make them last longer. And he played, as I understand it, four songs on each side of a leaf. That's eight songs per leaf. As we were about to leave, I decided to ask some vendors about Biluca. One of them says he remembers him. This is promising. Years ago, I was told that Biluca had died an indigent in the 1980s. But today, a man told me he had seen Biluca in this very place, playing with his orange leaf as recently as 2005. This changes everything. He could even be alive. There's a part of me that knows I will never stop looking for him, and another that believes I will never find him. It is amazing when you find a witness, or a single piece of tangible evidence. Today we found something that validates that search, a reward for our efforts. From what we have been able to put together, we know Biluca played the leaf with ineffable dexterity. We know that he sang and played the saw. He came from Brazil, and we don't know where he ended up or if he's still alive. He was part of the Caife label in the 1960s, and his recordings are some of the only tangible pieces of memory available to us. Again, we come back to memory, the line that ties this whole story together. We know that the word Biluca in Portuguese refers to a young mule, joyful, vivacious, and happy. I also have a certainty in my gut that tells me that the name of his band is a direct reference to the Anthropophagic Manifesto, written in 1929 by Osvaldo do Andrade, that asserts that cultural cannibalism is the only way for Latin Americans to assert themselves against European postcolonial domination. The Manifesto proclaims that only cannibalism unites us socially, economically, and philosophically. From this last encounter on the street, we know that in his later years, he wore a very peculiar outfit. 
a white suit, elegant, with a hat that he wore tipped to the side with a red band around it, and shoes to match. I told this to a musical friend, Pedro Bonfim, who has Brazilian blood, and it occurred to him that it might be something from Candomblé, an Afro-Brazilian religious cult. A couple of days later, he wrote me. He had been unable to let go of the mystery and had done some research himself. He had found some photos with Biluca's exact outfit. It turns out they were representations of the Malandro da Umbanda, a ceremonial character from a syncretic Brazilian religion that combines African traditions with Catholicism and indigenous beliefs. The Malandro is one of many characters that represent the Líneas do Trabalho, which roughly translates to lines of work. Each line of work is a representation of an archetypal human experience. The Malandro is a street-savvy rascal, double-dealing, wily, yet fundamentally aligned with the spirits of light. He's a trickster, but he has no malicious intent. Rather, he has achieved transcendence by breaking through the very bottom of society to reach another plane, one on which everything is accepted for what it is. Zepilintra, the original Malandro, is the patron saint of bars, gutters, gambling dens, and the street, an archetype of a clever man who makes his living by guile rather than force. And yes, these are only speculations, but what they leave us with is a fascinating man who gets more interesting with every step we take. I used to think he had died in poverty in the 1980s, but now I know that in 2005, he was alive, playing his orange leaf on the street, dressed like Zepilintra. And now I wonder if he might even be alive. Of all the characters I encountered while researching the label, Biluca was the most diffuse and enticing. His sound is impossible to miss and hard to place. But the fact that he had left no trace, the fact that it took me four years to find a picture, made him feel like a big and elusive fish, a fish that I had to catch. His musicianship itself was enough to keep me listening. When you start to add the missing layers together, what you get is a complete enigma. I'm still looking for clues. Not long ago, I made posters with his photo looking for information about him and posted them on the street corners where I knew he used to play. And I have yet to get a call. <laughs> 